This is the making of Shoreline Mafia, the Ace to Face episode. Without Ace to Face, the world might have never heard a beat from his cousin Ron Ron. A few years older than Ron Ron, he's the one who showed him how to make beats. A prolific producer in his own right, Ace to Face tells us the story of how bands came together. Uh, we was at Atlantic Atlantic Records Studio, and uh, I think uh, fucking North Hollywood somewhere up over there. But um, we decided there, and I had went with Ron. He had told me to come, and I had drove this day, and we was in there, and they was recording on Ron Ron beats. Uh, at this time, Shoreline only rapped like two of my beats, probably. They didn't even know I was probably like even really producing like that, but I was. You feel me? I was in the cut. You feel me? So. Um, one day Ron was like, I'm about to go home, I'm about to leave. And I was just like, man, should I stay and try to get a place for you feel me? But then uh, I was about to leave and then someone was just like, nah, just stay. So I stayed and I played a couple beats. No, I didn't play no couple beats. I just put on one beat. And then when I put the beat on, everybody was crazy. Like, nigga, they liked that beat. They liked that little sound, you know? So niggas up in there bouncing their head and stuff. And um, they, everybody was writing into it. And then Tony... When, uh, I think a uh, uh, Jeezy brother, he in the cut. He like, mm, it's cool. Like he really, he like saying he don't like it. Like you feel me? But it's like I'm like okay, you feel me? But oh, Jeezy still rapping to it, so it's like it's cool. So everybody's still writing. So Jeezy finally laid down his little part that he got, and it's like the band, band, band. All I think about that little part, but it's on the verse. So it was just like it was like the chorus. They didn't think of no chorus yet. So I'm just like they had they had that part dropped like on a verse and stuff like. So um, I was just sitting in the room, so it started, like, the vibe started, like, getting low, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like everybody's getting tired, like, you know, so I'm just like, damn, they ain't about to finish the beat, you know? So I'm just like, hey, man, I just hopped up, like, real fast and tapped the, uh, tapped the engineer. I was like, hey, bro, try moving the vocals, like, to move them same vocals to the chorus, like, you know? Like, because I was just rapping the beat in my head and just doing stuff. And I just tried to them to move to the chorus, and I had did that. And then it, like, came out right, like, to where OGZ, like, the end of the, his verse ended, like, eight bars of the verse. You feel me? Like it went through the chorus and then it ended eight bars of the verse, and then I made all the rappers do eight bars each uh, member of Shoreline and just put it all together and put the hook again, the bam, bam, bam. Then after that, it just went crazy, like, and just I uh, just put the song together basically, like, and then we kept listening to it and everybody liked it, so they put it out and that shit went crazy. People were doing doing numbers. How long did the song take to come out? Man, like probably like a month or two month or two i was listening to that shit all the time in the car like or, or playing it to random people they're just like man bro i can't wait till that song drop i can't wait so that's when like it, it kind of like boosted everybody else up to like be like okay they feel me and then every time i seen people like we'd play it again and this stuff oh jesus play that shit and he, he was like at first he was saying he didn't like it after it was all done he was like okay i don't like it it's tight he kept asking people it's tight because he always do that you feel me and then after that we dropped it and that shit went crazy did you know it was a hit I knew it was a hit because it sounded different. Like, Shoreline never rapped on that like that, you feel me? So, in my mind, I'm just like, ooh, this about to just be, it's about to fuck the streets up. Like, because they got the streets with the little sound and stuff, and it was the next wave. So, I was just like, man, I know this finna like, just go crazy because it's like, it's a bouncy sound that a lot of people really like. And people like bouncy, like, beats, you feel me? So, I did that. That shit went crazy. I kind of knew it was gonna be a hit, too. There's more hits coming, too, so. And a lot of people ain't heard a lot of stuff from me yet, you feel me? Because I just, like, 
feel me? I just like I really always push Ron to be in the front. You feel me? Just because he was younger than me. You feel me? I'm 26, so he's 21. You feel me? I always just from the back. When we used to be doing frosty beats, like, I used to do hella frosty beats with him. Like on the little frosty tape that he dropped, I did hella beats. Like they would say Ron Ron, they used to face on the beat, and. Um, I used to always tell them just keep doing stuff because I used to always go out of town like with my dad and shit like and my aunties and I get in trouble in LA at my mom's house and get kicked out probably go out there to like Palmdale Sacramento and shit like that and I always call around like hey bro keep doing beats bro I'm telling you bro we gonna make it we gonna make it I'm telling you just keep doing beats bro you in high school too bro like, you feel me like you, gonna, like you got a, you got a more of a chance to reach the crowd you feel me and then next thing you know I came back and he was messing with Frosty he had the Milwaukee Bucks on that was going crazy and then I just jumped in and jumped in the lane. You feel me? I taught him how to do it. But before I left, like, I was going back and forth. I was always there, you feel me, doing beats. But, like, came back and uh, he was, like, on another level with Frosty the Snowman. And then I hopped on the wave, like, you feel me? Hopped on the wave and jumped through. Remember that shoreline? I did the uh, Swerver Boat and uh, Dope House. I did that one by myself on the shoreline, do that shit. And um, after that, made the bands after that and then now I got so much unreleased shit that's about to come out that's about to drop in 2019 that's gonna just be different it's a lot of bouncy type shit that people like for me so they want that type of shit so it's gonna be a lot of new 2019 shit what would you call your sound like like a new fucking new new DJ quick or something <laughs> like that type of bouncy swervy picnic like, type shit like car Feel me, you just you just want to just nod your head, no matter what type of like West Coast sound it is. You feel me? You just want that bounce type to it. That you feel me? Anything like you feel me? Like just that type of sound, like a bouncy disc. You feel me? Picnic type sound. When did you start making beats? Uh, probably like sixteen. Probably like sixteen, seventeen. You still have any of those beats? Nah, <laughs> I ain't got no. Cause I had like laptops. Me and Ryan had a laptop on on ninety nine. That we did all them beats that he was talking about, like, did like 10,000 beats. Like, we just do Like, this one we didn't know how to do beats, so we just doing sounds, all type, making beats, making beats, making beats. And then, um, that, that laptop ended up crashing. I mean, uh, we got a big ass fucking, fucking PC, fucking monitor, and that shit ended up crashing. We lost all that. And then, throughout the years, I got laptops that crashed or it didn't work, and then we lost all of that. So, that's it. Like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Up. And known, more known, for me. Cause I have, I have, like, I'm getting up there, for me. But uh, pretty much, I uh, have my whole team hit my. We got a whole team of producers, like uh, Loaded Great, Lil Adiano, Jug, um, um, produced by Hollywood, LD, Menace on the Beat. Um, probably, I think that's it. All the producers, and uh, yeah, we got all them. And we're going to be probably like a super hit label or something like, because we really got a new sound. And we got, we just basically in the next 10 years, probably less than that, you feel me? Way less than that. Trying to have like LA up, like up again, like have, bring California back, you feel me? Like, cause we need to, feel me? It's too much, no disrespect, but it's a lot of like, all I'm hearing is the main shit is like trap shit and South shit and shit that we like, we just like lost our whole like shit, but we about to come back. Mustard, Mustard doing a good job though. He's doing a good job too. But he need, he need, he needs some help. You feel me? You know, trap people got a trap. Beat makers got a lot. It's a lot of trap. Like you feel me? So stop being hoggy, and we about to come through. You feel me? Making a new, bring California back. You feel me?
This episode of The Making of Shoreline Mafia is hosted and produced by me, Jonathan Mena. Executive produced by TK Kimbrough. Thank you to Road Microphones for the equipment. We appreciate the support. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and rate. And let us know in the comments section what you thought about the episode. This has been a Made by Mena and R. Baron production. <laughs>